All right, guys, Corey Davis here with another episode of the Warm Up Podcast. And today I wanted to answer a question that one of our online clients asked me the other day. And I thought it was a really good question and it gave me an opportunity to talk about training in general. So he asked, and he's a, he's a smart guy. So he, I know where he's coming from on this. It's like, hey, you know, he's getting a little bit older. And by his standards, you know, you know, turning 40 soon, getting a little bit older. Does he need to change up his training? Does he still need to try to push the bench, the squat, and the deadlift? Are those necessities? He sees conflicting information out there. You should avoid them because they're going to break your joints. You should do them all the time because they're the best exercises. What's the answer? And I would say, first off, the reason they're such like necessary exercises is just because they're so efficient. So the bench, the squat, the deadlift, anything like that is just checking a lot of boxes really quickly. So anything where you're moving a lot of weight and you're moving a lot of weight like genuinely, not through like some mechanical advantage, like I don't care about your thousand pound leg press, anything like a squat or deadlift or a bench press, that's going to be one of the heaviest movements you can do. And heavy movements like that are going to just by dint of what you're doing, recruit a lot of muscle and they're going to recruit a lot of different types of muscles. You know, when you deadlift, you know, you can start naming off all the muscles involved, but like quadriceps, hamstrings, glutes, low back, you know, spinal erector, like you're hitting a lot of stuff. And so all those movements do that. All those movements hit a lot of different muscles. So the reason people get kind of dogmatic about saying you have to do those things is either because they are a power lifter masquerading as a regular trainer coach, which is super common, or they are just aware that it's a very efficient thing to do, that you can check a lot of boxes really quickly and you will also increase your function outside of the gym. So it's great. The catch with this though, is that there's nothing about that that means that you need to do the exact barbell variation that they do in a powerlifting contest version of those exercises. So I would say, yeah, you should do a bench of squat and deadlift, but I would modify that to just say like you should do that motion so i'm fine if you have found that a regular straight bar squat bothers your shoulders a little bit because of the position you get put into if you sub that to a safety bar if you found that as you really push weight on a squat that it bothers your knees i'd be fine if you modified to a box squat if you found that a front squat was more comfortable for you because you're able to show better mobility from a front squat position and you got lower and you felt better about that. Absolutely fine. I just think you should do some sort of squat where you're challenging how much weight you can move. So same thing with a deadlift, you know, you could pull conventional, you could pull sumo, you could pull off of blocks, you could pull using bands, you could use a trap bar. I just think it would probably behoove you to have some sort of pulling motion in your program because it would take so much time to get all the benefits in the aggregate of other things. So if you said, hey, instead of a conventional deadlift, I'm going to attack RDLs, back extensions. I'm going to do dead hangs for my grip and I'm going to do some like narrow stance hack squats. So I get that kind of quad drive that I would get from a deadlift 
And I'd be like, okay, cool. Well, you, you are getting every benefit I would want you to get from a deadlift minus the exact function of like picking up something off the ground. So maybe you do some like med ball ground to shoulders as part of your workout now too. I'd be fine with that in terms of like, yeah, you've done everything that I want you to get from a deadlift. You just had to do it over five exercises instead of one. And a lot of times as a trainer, my big job is to find the most efficient way to get you 90% of the results possible. Like that's really what my job is. It's like, Hey, you have three hours a week to work out. Cool. I'm going to make that work for you. I'm going to find a way. And so that's where the squat and the deadlift, the bench press, that's why those become so useful from that standpoint. It's a no, you don't have to do them just as currently constituted. You probably just should do them because they're so efficient, but if they bother your joints in some way, modify box squat, board press, dumbbell bench press, whatever you need to do, do that. That's fine. Absolutely. So that is my answer on that. That is what I recommend. I think you absolutely should do those exercises. I don't think you should ever do something where you feel like it's bothering your joints. Don't force feed any exercise uh, of any sort. And then, you know, cause there's always a different way to accomplish that goal. And then just be smart and listen to your body and continue to try to push and push yourself to an appropriate level, which I would say for most adults that are trying to be fit is like a seven or an eight. Most of the time, if every once in a while you want to dip to a nine or peak to a nine, go for it. But I think if you're an adult with a day job and you're just trying to get into good shape, there's no need for a 10 out of 10 difficulty. That's not what it takes. You know, you need to be honest about your seven or eight, that it's an actual seven or an eight and not a four. But that is what I would recommend. That is how I think you can train for a really long time, which as I've alluded to in previous podcasts, that's how I make money. I need you to live for a really long time so that I can continue getting money from you on a monthly basis. My ideal goal is that you never, ever, ever get hurt. That way you can always pay me money to come into a gym and you live until, I don't know, 120 or so. You know, if one of you listening to this podcast right now is 40 and you're going to live to 120 and let's say the last 10 years, I'm like, Hey man, I've known you for 70 years. I'll give you a discount on these last 10. I would still love to be able to collect money from you for the next 70 years. That'd be great. God, I could have so much job security. So do that for me. Listen to your body, keep training hard, keep working out and just use those exercises in the version that is appropriate for you. I hope this helps. I'm not going to send this to that uh, person that asked me the question because I just sent them a video of me answering this question. It was less good than this podcast, hopefully. Hope you guys have a great week. Appreciate you guys tuning in every week to the warm-up podcast. Uh, we actually have a lot of listeners now, so I, I appreciate anybody who has shared it with somebody or reviewed it on iTunes or Spotify or whatever it is that it does, but I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Bye.